This episode of MMA Nuts is brought to you by Liquid Web. Save 33% off VPS hosting with code VPS33OFF. ButcherBox, get grass-fed meats delivered to your door and get 10% off with code MMA Nuts. Glasses USA, get 55% off your first purchase plus free shipping with code MMA Glasses. Tire Buyer, get tires shipped to an installer of your choice. Save 7% off with code MMA Nuts7. Defense Soap, used by more champions in more countries than any other brand. Save 15% off with code MMA Nuts. Hey fans, this is MMA Nuts, episode 333! Tree! 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 My name is Inga Weigel. Matt Grimm with the MMA Show. Bye, MMA fans, for our fans. We walk the line between serious and ridiculous. It's happening. You're Ooh. happening, man. Did you watch Bellator this weekend? I did! Fucking epic Chicago card. We were thinking about going. Ah, yes. <laughs> then we just didn't. Well, yeah, we didn't. Life is busy at the moment. Things are going on. We couldn't quite make it. You know, but some of the fighters we've ever, we like we met Rampage when he was here last time with the UFC. Most charismatic person I think we've ever met. Yeah, it was between him and Cowboy. Yeah, that was that. Oh yeah, it was that card. Yeah, Cowboy and uh, Mighty Mouse was on that card, right? Mighty yeah, Dodson. Dodson. Yeah. So, uh, what about Rampage weighing in at two hundred and fifty some pounds? Hey, I'm gonna say this. He looked a felt two fifty three. Wow. Anybody else that says different? I'm not friends with you. How does that guy make 205 ever? <laughs> yeah, well, there's no reason to. Oh, my God. Uh, Listen, uh, I'm 187 pounds. If I lost 35 pounds, yeah. I would be nothing. How is it possible he looks kind of the same versus... <laughs> I didn't think he looked terrible. Everyone was saying he looked fat and this and that. Maybe need a comparison. For 253, he didn't look bad. No. For a heavyweight, and his performance... Eh, was all right to me. Yeah. Now he won the second round. He had King Mo hurt. King Mo was just trying to hump him the whole fight. It's another one of those fights where I, I, I wish we can fight instead of just, oh man, Rampage is hurting me. I better try to take him down. I can't get the takedown, so I'll just lay out in the cage. Let's just fight, man. And, uh, you know, King Mo gets to win. Decision. King Mo gets to fight Ryan Bader next. He's on the prelims of that uh, New York City card. With Chael Sonnen and Vanderlei Silva. Oh, yes. And uh, Rampage, apparently. His next fight is going to be in the UFC. Because they had all that contract issues back in the past. Where hmm. Was he in Bellator? Then UFC stole him for a fight or two. Now he's back in Bellator. Now he's back in the UFC. What are the odds he's actually going to fight in the UFC? And if he does at heavyweight, you going to make some noise or what? At heavyweight? Rampage at heavyweight in the UFC. No. Why not? Are you kidding me? Who's he going to fight? He's going to be top five just by walking in the octagon. Okay, maybe. But which fight <laughs> is he going to win? That's my question. I don't know. I, I don't, don't have a fight. Rampage versus Mark Hunt. I mean, come on. Oh, okay. Okay, do it. Well, that's going to be a Do it now. Sk- Actually, that's, that's a pretty good fight. Rampage versus Overeem. That's a pretty good fight. No, no. Overeem will take him down. Yeah. Overeem no, will game plan want, him to death. We want Mark Hunt. We want Mark Hunt who's going to just stand and bang. Yeah, that's the best one. Yeah. I agree. See? Thinking men. Matchmakers right here. Hire us, UFC. <laughs> you have matchmaking problems. Yes. We can solve them. He's probably going to fight some nobody. Anyway. Yeah, uh, one of the Russian contingents. contingents. Mm-hmm. Maybe Nurmagomedov. I hear he's moving up to heavyweight. <laughs> Can't make 155, so fuck it. Yeah. Whoa. We got the one guy from Chicago, Curtis Blades. That would be a good match. Is he going to make it? Is he uh, fighting? Is he, is he UFC? Yeah. He had a fight. Huh? fight. So maybe that's him. He's a wrestler, though. They ain't going to give that. No, up. no. <laughs> I think we have to have a... If uh, Rampage comes back to the UFC, we have to have a no takedown clause in the contract. It's stand and bang. <laughs> or nothing. Good. We don't do okay. nothing. Yes. 
So we had that one going on. The only other fight I want to talk about is uh, Karatanov versus Grumley. I can pronounce the last name right or not. Uh, Karatanov, not in the best shape that I've ever seen him in. And when I always talk about people that we've met in person, Karatanov is a huge motherfucker. We saw his head. Like, you remember Rumble? He's got, like, a melon. Karatanov has got a melon on him. And when I saw that guy in person, I was like, that motherfucker is big. He's big. <laughs> I want when you're no looking part up to that. somebody, then that guy's like, for sure holy big. shit. Like, any other person we've met, yeah. even Czech Congo, when I was standing next to him, I'm like, not that big. Kartanov, yeah. he's big. He's big. He's huge. He's a gorilla. Yeah. There's no bullshit. <laughs> this is crazy. Huge. Yeah. So, anyway, that fight was a first round KO for Kartanov. Mm -hmm. Hits the right hand, then hits him with the right uppercut, does the Mark Hunt. I just sent you to the Shadow Realm walk off KO. He's out. I'm done. Yes. He had nothing else to prove. Where's my sandwich? Or what do Russians eat? I borscht. Don't know. Borscht. Is that what they eat? Is that right? Borscht and vodka. <laughs> there you go. What the hell is going on? Here go. <laughs> that's my favorite impression. It's so crazy. I love it. It's all good. Yeah. So and that's all I wanted to talk about Bellator. Happened in Chicago. The only other thing from that was. They did the face-offs at the top of the Sears Tower on that glass overlook. On the overlook? Yes, they had him oh go out there, God. and there was a, a moment. It took a good, I don't know, a couple minutes to get Rampage out there because he was afraid to go out. I, I wouldn't think. go either. King Mo's out there just waiting. Rampage is like, do we have to really go out there? I want to do this. Uh, I'm terrified of heights. I know what he's talking about. Isn't there another one where you lean? And yeah, you that's lean? at the Hancock. That thing is sweet. Did you do that? Hell yeah. Fuck why not? That. I'm not doing you just that. Gotta, you got to give in to it. No. Get, just, I'm pissing my pants on Give that. in to it. I'm go. pissing my pants if I go on that. Actually, I should try that because I'm so scared of it. I should go do it. It's awesome. Yeah. You just got to relax. Let it go. So we have those. Uh, and then we have what? UFC 210 coming up here? Cormier versus Johnson 2 happening April 11th, 2017. At the Keyback Center in Buffalo, New York, which is this coming weekend. It's a title fight. We also have uh, Weidman and Musasi on that card. Yeah. Alves versus Patrick Cote. Ooh. I think that's a sleeper fight. Those, I do those too. Two are, those two are super powerful bangers. I mean, there's a lot of. Will Brooks, Charles Oliveira could be pretty tight too. Mm -hmm. the, the main card looks fairly solid. And then uh, who else is on the undercard? Was on? That's it. I mean, there's a couple other guys, but they're fighting people I do not know. So, Miles Jury's on that card, fighting some guy, I have no idea. But what do you want to talk about first? Chris Weidman? Oh, sure. Gegard Musasi? Sure, Weidman Musasi. Uh, you want to go first? Sure. Please. Musasi, he's on a four-fight with Drake. And this guy's on fire, Ingo. I, I'm having a hard time when I'm playing out this fight. Because I know Weidman's lost two. Who is it? Rockhold and Romero. And... You know, I've seen some pictures of Chris Weidman lately. It looks like he's put on a little mass again. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, the USADA came in. I feel like if anybody was doing anything USADA-wise, that now you've had a, a time to your body to start regenerating and mm -hmm. producing your own testosterone again. And if you want to say I'm calling people out, fine. Chris Weidman called you out. <laughs> so No. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, he had he, some injuries, too, in his defense. I think that's some fine. problems or something. But then I was having these thoughts today of, man, he just lost two in a row. I know it was against top competition, but then I started going, were those wins against Anderson Silva just flukes? I always said, no, they weren't flukes. I don't think so. I don't think so. I can't buy it. beat Leoto and Vitor as well, so. Yeah. Mark Munoz. 
And, and I just feel like Weidman, he he's, he gets, has that problem of starting slow. Yep. And Musasi has changed his game plan up, so he's been doing fast. And I feel like you have this clash of styles and worlds where... And you saw that in the Vitor Belfort fight with Weidman, where he just let Vitor tee off on him. And I don't yeah. know if that was the... Homer Simpson defense, <laughs> like, I'm going to let him blow it all out, and then he's going to be gassed, and then I will attack. But I, I don't feel like you can do that against Musasi. And I think Musasi is going to, he kind of says, I feel Weidman is going to try to push the cardio against me. And I just, I, yeah. I, you know, I feel like Musasi is going to win this, and I feel it's a first-round TKO. I have a hard time betting against Musasi right now when he's been on such a, a streak. And I know Chris Weidman just said, I, I'm super motivated. I'm ready to get back in there. But I, like, I keep hearing that from everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm not buying into this. Like, I look at the pictures. Yeah, he looks like he's in shape again or back to his previous form. Yep. I saw the same thing with Ronda Rousey. I, bet I, I voted for Ronda Rousey to beat Amanda Nunes. I ain't playing this game again, Ingo. <laughs> no. The Chris is not winning tonight or next weekend. This week, yeah. What say you? Well, my I was just, while you were talking, I was looking up... Uh, Musashi's record, and it's definitely stellar. But one thing that stuck out to me was the fact that he's fought mostly strikers. So, given that fact, Weidman is a pretty strong wrestler. Now, this is a guy who beat Damian Maya. It was via decision, but still beat him. Well, because he had, he cut 30 pounds, and I think he was just too big at that time. Yeah. A short, short notice fight yep. for both guys. Yeah. So, I feel like Weidman has a lot of skill on the ground. He's got... Excellent wrestling, big power. Um, I, I don't think he's going to want to fuck around with, with Musasi in the stand-up. So, yeah, he's a slow starter. If he can avoid that initial burst, perhaps, I think he can get this to the ground and grind out his a decision. I, I don't I don't see him finishing Musasi. I don't see him really giving him a lot of trouble. But mm-hmm. I do see him frustrating him, hold, grinding him out, holding him down a bunch, tiring him out. And then this fight, it's one of the, I think it's going to be one of those fights where the first round starts really like, you're anxious because you feel like something's going to happen. But then at some point, Wyman gets him down, and then it'll be the story in the second round still mm-hmm. still holding him down. Third round, now Musasi's tired. Not much action because both guys are tired, and Wyman wins a decision. That's what I, I don't think it'll be a good fight. I really don't. I feel like uh, Wyman's going to be a little gun shy. You think so? From just getting his head split open from Romero. and <laughs> That was uh, bad. I forgot about that. Like the beating yes. that uh, Rockhold put on him. Yes. I mean, you got to have... I've, this is 185 is such a hell of a division for Some like the top the top five, even yes. the top ten like top five any of these guys can and then you throw GSP in the mix and everything gets so GSP. convoluted. He's gonna have one fight, man. That's it. He <laughs> wants a belt. and He wants to be done. One and run away. That's it. And then the weird thing about this fight is this is Musasi's last fight on his contract, and he's been calling out the matchmaking of the UFC, saying basically I should have had a title shot. Jacare should have had a title shot. Romero should have had a title He's shot. Right. You know, you have Bisbing fighting Dan Henderson, Bisbing fighting uh, GSP. GSP. What are we doing here? So Money, money fights. Well, and looking at the trend of what happens when someone becomes a free agent, this is probably Musashi's last fight in the UFC. Almost can guarantee that guy's going to be in Bellator or probably more than likely in Ryzen come after this yeah. fight. So we'll have to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Moving right along. We got for news. Well, we forgot one fight. Cormier versus Rumble. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about the main event. <laughs> okay. So far, like, we go. Time out. We do the main event. That's, I thought we were starting at the main event. No, go ahead. We what, do you, what do you see going on here? Um, well, Rumble versus Johnson, too. You know, I am of the opinion 
Rumble versus Johnson too. I said that, didn't I? See, we're all fucked up. <laughs> We've had too many beers, maybe. It's, it's a, <laughs> oh, we're just God, kidding yeah. around. No, Cormier versus Johnson. Okay, yes. the first fight went Cormier's way. Mm -hmm. I think it was a third round finish submission, right? Third or fourth, as I remember. I mean, it was a uh, Rumble quitting again and yes. giving up his back and neck. Yes. And I don't see this going any differently. I think Cormier's very smart. Cormier's also got a, a strong chin. He's fought some of the, the toughest guys in heavyweight and light heavyweight. John Jones, you know, he's, he's went in against killers on the ground, stand-up, whatever. And he's extremely good at using his weight. I think Rumble's biggest downfall, and you just brought it up, is his cardio. And, and because he's so freaking big and powerful, he's awesome for a round or two. But after that, he starts to fade. You saw it in almost every one of his fights. I think this story will be the same. I think Cormier, by submission, third or fourth round. I don't see it going any other way. What do you say? I can't disagree because what else has changed? I mean, it's not that long ago that these two just fought. Yes. And Cormier didn't really use any wrestling against Rumble in the last fight. No. Barely. And if you look at how easily he's manhandled people, and someone was posted out of GIFs recently, uh, yeah. here's DC just picking up Josh Barnett, ragdolling yeah. him. Dan Henderson, that was the ragdolling Henderson was him. the worst. He's just like, throwing him around. It like is unbelievable nothing. how strong the man is. Yep. And, you know, whoever wins this fight, it's not like you have the pleasure cruise because obviously you're going to fight John Jones next. But mm -hmm. I feel like Cormier has that. Extra incentive because of all the hate that he has towards John Jones. Yes. He, like, he has to get this win. Yes. And I feel like he will. And, you know, with Rumble, he's trying to address those concerns of people calling him a quitter. But it, this is a, a thing that you've seen over multiple years, and he hasn't fixed it. So he'll hit that point, and I get it. Like, when you, your cardio is gone, then you want out. You feel like you're drowning. Yes. And it's a what's horrible the, feeling. What's the easiest way? You just give up your back, and yeah. there goes your neck, and then you tap. I feeling. think Conor McGregor even did that to Nate Diaz to some extent. Fatigue makes cowards of us all, right. they say. So right? I, I just don't see anything, you know, unless, unless uh, Rumble lands that shot. He landed that one punch on Cormier early. Yeah. But Cormier... Like, of course, it knocked him down, and then yeah. the follow-ups miss, but... He's got a good chin. People don't give him enough credit, Cormier, that is. So, But, yeah, anything can happen. I mean, there's sure. a, lot, a lot of power there, so... So, and I forgot to ask you on the other fight, but I'll add, we'll do it on this fight. Like, percentage-wise, I'm kind of... I think I'm 80-20. 80% confident in Cormier, 20% Rumble Johnson. Where are you standing on this one? 90-10. Okay. I, I give Johnson very little chance of this. I think if he does do it, it'll be via like some kind of flash KO in the first round. Okay. Just, because he's got ridiculous power. I mean, you never know what. Sure. That guy's scary. And um, then what do you think about the, I want to go back to Musasi Weidman. What do you think the percentages are like, as far as who do you think is going to win? Uh, I got it 60-40. For Weidman? For Weidman, yeah. Okay, I'm 70-30. Musasi? Musasi okay. to Weidman. It's about the you know, yeah. similar. Yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot closer. Okay. I, I think the main event. Now, my question is, is well, since we're talking about it, what do you think this card draws as far as pay-per-view buys? Do you think it's a big purchase? Not a huge draw. I mean, the, the card looks good, but I wonder if there's no huge star on the card where you're kind of going, you're going to draw this other crowd. Because I think the MMA base is maybe 400,000. This is mm -hmm. I'm in that, like, just under 500. Yeah. So if you want to push it past that, you need to have a huge star, and they just don't have it. So. No, I, th I think that's right on the point. I think it's 400. Yeah. 
So what, 600, 650 we're talking no, about? No, I'm, I'm saying, like, this is a 400,000 oh, buy right there. <laughs> that low? Yes. Okay. But I, I think I don't know what low is anymore That's because we're, we're having some 200s, right? Yeah, well. And I, I don't think Cormier's not a draw. Not really. Rumble, I, like, if I want to say Rumble or DC, who's a bigger draw? Rumble. Because he's knocking yeah. people out. Yes. But, I mean, we've already seen this fight. So, and we're both saying we don't expect to see anything different. No. So, what would everybody else think? You know? And then Musasi versus Wyman is an interesting fight, but it's not a fight that I feel yeah. is going to, you know, drive pay per view sales. Neither guy is a superstar. Although, you know, both guys are tough, especially Musasi. He's been, he's like a journeyman. That guy yeah. should be way more popular. Plus, mm -hmm. he's outspoken. Well, now he's more outspoken. Yeah. Before he was too laid back. Now he's like, yeah. fuck. A fight, a train. <laughs> like, he's got his game on. I get it. it too. I like it. That's right. <laughs> simple guy. Like, simple things. Like, lollipops in my mouth and butter in my ass. Hey, you got something like golden that. life, Matt. What do you got for news? All right. Well, we were talking about this earlier. I'm going to bring this up. Yes. So, this week, Scott Coker on the MMA Hour had said, and it has been confirmed that, yes, he might be doing some coke, that the Bellator pay-per-view coming up with the Vader fight on it, is going to be forty nine ninety five, <laughs> which is ridiculous based on what they have on the card. Oh my god! And let me go. just read you back some comments from Twitter. There Boy. was a lot, and, and these are the best three I picked. Uh, these are the ones that made me just—I was dying. So Subman six ninety seven wrote, "If he waited a few days, he could have made that price an April Fool's joke, because it happened just before." Angel re re replied, "Really depends on what's going on that night. Have to check to see if Grandpa's bingo game is that night." And then the last one is beatingthebookie.com. Is that U.S. dollars? It's pesos, right? So, dude, 50 bucks for a Bellator pay-per-view that has, what, four fights on it? And the biggest star is Fedor, who hasn't really had an exciting fight in how many years? Four years? Five years? Well, I mean, the Fabio Maldonado fight was exciting because the... he, he chose to stand and bang. Oh, and, my God. Yes. And he lost the fight. But... He did. When we're talking, this is a weird thing. So I'm having these weird thoughts in my head. Like last week, I, we talked about what's the the dollar amount of this pay per view. We're thinking thirty is probably the right Perfect. place. Yes, price. I'm but in for I thought they would put put it at forty, and then they put it at fifty, and they just priced me out of the market. I said for thirty dollars, I'm in, and that's weird because every single UFC is sixty dollars, and we don't even think about it at all, and just blindly buy ninety nine percent of the buys. So why is it for a Bellator we're not willing to pay whatever the price is, $50 in this case, but for a UFC, we are? Well, What's because, the difference? Do you think it's because they never asked before? Maybe that's their business model. It's We're still cheaper, but this is what we think we're worth, so we're just going to start charging this, and then by that factor, people are going to start paying it. Is that their logic? I don't know what their logic is, because at this point, in looking at the, the fan response, Literally, we thought the pay-per-view buys were going to be fifty thousand. I'm I'm projecting 50, I'm projecting That's ten thousand so right now. 10, you go literally ten thousand. Oh my! And okay, you what? know they're I don't want to advise. Only, they're going to make a half a million dollars only. That's it. But on at fifty dollars, you've priced yourself out. That doesn't even cover the, the salary <laughs> of the fight. That's Fido's not my problem. That's that. their problem oh for pricing this oh, too high. Wow, fifty dollars? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's an interesting experiment. I'm curious to see what's going to happen. 10,000. That's what's going to happen. 10,000. Do they have to release the numbers? N no, but it's no. always a, an estimate, and it's always, <laughs> what, Kevin Yoli. Yeah. So you never really get the real number, but hmm. 
Bellator. <laughs> I, I like the product. I like what they're doing. Scott Coker obviously says he's very happy with what's going on over there. Yeah. But but I, I wonder if this is just a huge mistake. We'll have to see. And this is what, their third pay-per-view they've done? Second. That? Second? Yeah. And okay. the first one wasn't that successful. I forgot who it was, but I was I, I'm, I'm feeling... Hmm. I almost feel like Bellator is going down the wrong path in with all the signings from the UFC because I feel like their niche was the freak show. Like, you had the Kimbo, you did the... The Hoist versus uh, Ken Shamrock. Yep. I, I feel like that is their niche. People want the freak show. I don't think you can compete talent versus talent with the UFC. I mean, at some point, they'll be able to if they keep signing all these top star Like, you sign the Ryan Bader, and if Gegor Mousasi, you got the Roy McDonald, and mm -hmm. you keep getting some of those. But I don't feel like that's a sweet spot. I feel like the freak show... Do the Fedor versus the Bob Sapp or something crazy. Like yeah. when you had Kimbo and you did Kimbo versus Dada 5000 or whatever his name was. Mm -hmm. You got to go freak show if you're Bellator. I know people were getting on about it, but when were the biggest eyeballs on it? Every single Kimbo fight, biggest fight ever. Hmm. Bring back Kimbo Slice. You got Baby Slice. Baby Slice. Well, that guy almost died. The baby? Didn't he? Uh, no. I think he's fine. Is he okay? This is the dad. Okay. Unfortunate. But, uh, so, the other thing I want to talk about, so, Bellator, did you see the ticket prices for it? I mean, oh, it's no. in uh, the one, the card we're talking about, the Madison Square Garden card. Mm -hmm. Ticket prices are ranging from 1000 to, I think, $66 on the low end. Whoa. And the $66... You are way up in the nosebleeds. Wow. Uh, and who's to say? I mean, it's New York. Yeah. The second real big MMA fight or event at the Garden. Do you think they're going to sell that thing out? No. Fedor? I actually think they will. Fedor? Actually, maybe yes. Because he's still, that's the weird thing. He's still a draw. Fedor! And you're in a, a city starved for MMA. Maybe right? that's the thing. They don't care about the pay-per-view because they know the, the, the gate is going to be Could huge. Be. So in New York has got a big Russian and Eastern block. Yeah, I mean, probably will then. Yeah. I think they've got people coming in from all over. It's New York. Because there's a lot of Europeans that, that travel to you know Times Square and stuff. So even here in Chicago, remember mm. the Russian contingency in Hoffman Estates. Yeah, it was right. over, uh, out of the charts. All the bald heads. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> How many bald guys are there? <laughs> tons I, of them. I fit right in. That's perfect. Yeah. So yeah, they'll probably sell out. I guess even yeah. at those prices, people don't give a shit. Yeah. And I mean, everything looked more on the higher end than the low end. I mean, there yeah. was like the sixty-six, and it was weird. Everything was in a six, like a thousand six, five hundred sixty-six. Whatever. Uh, what else you got for some uh, news? My, my iPad shut down. Um, that was one thing. So the other stuff I have is going to be um, Mark Hunt getting a badass chest tattoo. Did you see this? Yeah. Pulls it up here. Yes. The guy is an uh, incredible warrior. Uh, we were talking about this before the show. Falls asleep in the middle of the process. Just kind of. Yeah, and that like, is a uh, big tattoo to do in one sitting, man. That's I huge. think that was. He was on three. Oh, was so he, on he three? had to do three. Okay. I was going to say. And I think he was saying it was anywhere from six to eight hours, hours? each session. Okay. Each session? Yeah. Fuck that. Okay. <laughs> Something I can like do that. Two, two to three hours. And yeah. once I hit that three hour mark, I'm like, okay, my body's going, 
Yeah, everything hurts right now. You need to stop. I don't know. How, I guess he has a high pain. That's too yeah, he's so that's why he's so frightening because that's crazy. The man knows no pain. Just no. whatever, dude. You want to tattoo me Six for hours. numerous hours? But you know, I talked to my, balls. my yeah, right. I talked to my tattoo artist, and he said some people do have a high tolerance, and others their adrenaline system is different. Adrenal. Yeah. So they have like a way where it it just works differently, and then some people are just stupid, and it's the kind of like a having like you know like people have like a comparing penis sizes like who mm. can go longer in the chair so but it, it just seems like i mean i guess you know yeah i think it depends on everybody for me it was my the whole tattoo was two and a half hours but it hurt but it felt good the whole time yeah so that's a sweet spot two, like two to three oh, hours where are we at where are we at oh okay yeah it's all good but six hours fuck that <laughs> no, thank, <laughs> no, no thanks thank you no thanks i well the first time well that was the first time too when they did the outline on my thing mm -hmm. um that was three or three and a half hours. I remember going into kind of like a shock around that three hour mark where I was shivering yeah. and looking real back. I don't know how you could do six. Maybe just truck through it. Yeah, probably. And then, well, it's not his first uh, big yeah. tattoo either. He's got a bunch. He's a large man. Probably feels nothing. He's probably all coked up. He's probably on PEDs. Maybe. Did you see the UFC 211 poster? No. Here we go. What do you think of that one? Uh... That's the poster. Yeah, official. It looks weird. It looks like it looks like a five-year-old made it. Yeah, <laughs> they ain't getting any better. And go. Except I like the two ten poster though. Yeah, that was the run with Rumble in the background, kind of like the Diaz GSP like, one. It's like a Roman, you know, like headpiece type. I don't think the white background does not work. I a think this is the first time we've ever had a white background poster. Yeah, and why is one person not facing us? We don't know who that is. We can't even see. Andraj? Yeah. Well, she's Jessica not, she's not even looking at us. It's stupid. I mean, when you want the, the main card fighters to be visible, why am I looking Maybe. at the back of her side of her head? I have no idea because she's wearing a flag. Stupid. Stupid is as stupid does, Matt. Exactly. What else you got? Uh, I only have a knowledge piece, which I'll share later. Okay, then okay. I'll go. So the... I think it was last week we were talking about the California State Athletic Commission and their weight-cutting procedures and whatever. So they just said they did a study of all the fighters' weights, and they found that 30% of the fighters step into the cage at more than 10% above the weight class. He said this well, is based on weight check done on 300 fighters fighting in California. Holy moly. 30%, 10% over. So That's a lot. You're uh, 185. You're coming in 10% over the weight class. Like 203, so, 205. Yeah. So you're you're basically a 205 pound fighter. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, That's a big jump. Yeah. And I, this is why I wish. I'm glad that California is doing this. But why can't the UFC do this too? Why don't all athletic commissions just post that? I think boxing does that to some of the fights. They tell you. What does the guy actually weigh as he walks out? Just yeah. make everything transparent so we know. Because mm -hmm. I think transparency will force some of these guys to move up on their own. Maybe. You just you shed the light, and then people are going to be like, you're fucking 220, and you're fighting at 170. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, what right. are you doing? Yes. Rehydrating well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 40 pounds. It's oh, still cheating. 24 hours. It's still There's cheating, Ingo. 30, 36 hours. Everybody's now. cheating. Well, they say if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, man. Well, it's something. It's something. Uh, I think the last thing I have, let me just scan back through. 
is uh, Joseph Glavis sent us this. He said, Mirko Crowcrop wants to fight Fedor for his retirement fight, even though he just retired when he won that Ryzen Grand Prix. Mm -hmm. And they fought uh, uh, once before in 2005 with Fedor winning a decision. Mm -hmm. Are you all right with the little Crow Cop uh, Fedor matchup here? Yes. Goddamn right. Thank <laughs> of you. Of course. <laughs> I don't care. Do it up. I think it'll be great. Why not do it? I think, of course, I mean, Crow Cop has come and gone like 12 times already. I know, but he looked fantastic. <laughs> He's back on the when, south, they, man. They, when they put the pictures up of the oh, man yes. mowing his lawn and yes. he was just super swole. That is what we That's need. That's what I need to do. <laughs> Just get huge. <laughs> I've got so much shit I can give you. <laughs> okay. Now we're talking. I have so many things that I can things? give you. Yep. I actually get small. Anyways. That should, be, that should just be like a mission of mine. Fine. Just get gigantic. Sure. I don't know. I don't want, but I want functional strength. I'm not looking for beach body. You don't want retard strength? <laughs> no. Come on. I want functional. That's why I like the kettlebells. You have both. Huh? As long as you're going to do them in your underwear in the middle of the winter. Out of your front lawn. <laughs> playing fucking Hit Rocky Sox. So good. No, don't want to go that crazy. So good. Let's, news? Uh, uh, you get any other news? I have none. We'll do some Knowledge. S, S the nuts. We're all over on this oh, show. sorry. <laughs> Not... like, let's do this. Let's do <laughs> that. I can't what change the fucking slides. I'm like, uh oh. minimum retard. What happened is, is before the show started, we were wrapping. There it goes. We were wrapping and just talking about all kinds of stuff. It's been like a weird vibe in here. So I think we're on this. We're, we're going. Our brains are working faster than our bodies. Plus, we hung out yesterday. So it's, yes. it's double weird. Things are blurring. That's right. It's all good. All right. That's the nuts. Who wins? CM Punk versus Ronda Rousey and Holly Holm. <laughs> Together? Yes. You don't need both. <laughs> don't <laughs> you think, don't need both? I don't you think, think so. either one of them Yes. Is? I think Holly Holm for sure. I think, yeah, I think I agree with you. Both? Come on. Okay. No way. I'm sorry, CM Punk, but those those chicks will mess you up, man. All right. CM Punk day. versus Kimbo Slice. <laughs> Kimbo all day. Knock. It'll be brutal. I think he might blast his head off into uh, the crowd. I'm talking about Kimbo Slice now. I think Kimbo still beats him. <laughs> yes. Kimbo wins. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, C CM Punk. CM Punk. Versus a paper bag. Can he fight his way out of a paper, paper bag? Paper bag? Yes, he can. All right. He's stronger than a paper bag, but not anybody else. Who is the better fighter? Daniel Cormier or Cain Velasquez? Ooh. Very similar fighters. Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and say Cormier. I, I think I'm leaning that direction. What do you think? I agree. Because look at, he won uh, the Strike Force Grand Prix. He's the... UFC light heavyweight champion. Uh, I feel like he could still move up the heavyweight. I feel like heavyweight is a much better weight class for him. I still don't think Cain Velasquez even comes back. And literally, the Ooh. only person that's given Cormier trouble is John Jones. Yes, because of style. Yeah, I think it's the length that's fucking him up on that one. The eye pokes. Yeah. Well, there's that. Yeah, that <laughs> they're too. supposed to prevent those now, but that yeah. remains to be seen. And we don't know what version of John's going to come back, but I mean, when we compare the big, strong, dark, handsome one. Yes, <sighs> Joe, I have a huge cock. Be okay, thanks. Still can't believe you said that. Probably tiny. <laughs> you just got to talk about. Uh, uh, I think it is probably pretty big. I think he's going to hurt me. Okay, wow. that's all good. These are the things Matt thinks about. <laughs> yes, <laughs> big black man oh, doing man. things to hurt my you? tight little. 
white ass. He <laughs> took it a whole other step. Okay. Move right along. Wow. I think that's too much. Christopher Litt asks, why doesn't UFC have enough young, exciting stars? And he says, I think it's because every time any fighter tastes success, they immediately start demanding super fights instead of just stacking up title defenses or wins against ranked the fighters in their division. That's how you get a super fight. You become attraction in your weight class and the people start clamoring for a super fight. You don't just demand one as soon as you get a taste of a little success. He answered his own question. He did. <laughs> I'm not sure where the question is. Why doesn't the UFC have enough young, well, exciting stars? I agree. And, and the, the, the problem there is, though, the fighting career is so short. So if they get a couple wins, they, they want to get that big fight right away because they may never get it again. So I understand. It, it's, a, it's expensive to train. It's expensive to do a lot of this stuff. And a lot of these guys have day jobs. This is like a one shot. And MMA is so crazy because... It's one of the few sports where anything can happen anytime. It's, you know, you could be the better fighter 100% of the time and you could still lose to this guy. 60% of the time. Because something happened, yeah. Something right. crazy happened, you know. You get a cut. He hits you in, with a shot. You know, I don't know, you ducked when you should have jived. Who knows? And it's, so yeah, I get it. They're going after the money. Why, why, I mean, at the end of the day, that's why they fight. You know, they're prize fighters. They fight for money. That's, yeah. you know. I'm just trying to think, like, where where are we going to get these young guys from? Like, Connor came onto the scene, and he took it by whirlwind. Sure. And who's the, the next biggest? Ronda Rousey. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a, a while, but she was armbar, 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 first round, armbar, armbar, armbar. Then she got pat matched up against some other killers, <laughs> and uh, yeah. reality set in. But yeah, for a while there, everyone was buying in. Uh, oh, could she beat Floyd Mayweather in a fight? And yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And she's on the cover of Ring Magazine. But, like, we don't really have, like, that hyped nope. person nope. coming in and, and taking over by storm. And I don't know when we're going to see it again. And I don't think the new ownership even really cares at this point. I think that's part of the problem. We have all these weird matchups. And you have all these guys go to free agency. So, and I think who's the other guy? Was it uh, McDonald? Uh, Michael McDonald? Yes. That you know, like lighter weight guy. He just got signed by Bellator. He just left, mm -hmm. and that was another guy who was having to, you know, keep the day job because he's not making enough money. He couldn't get any fights with the UFC. Yep. He actually got released from his contract, which rarely happens. Yes, for it. Yes. Rarely happens. So. Michael Brooks asks, he says, hey, Nuts, just wondering if you believe, like Bisping, that GSP is getting cold feet after feeling small at the face-off slash presser, or is there some other reason behind the stalling of the contract signing? No, I don't think so. He was talking shit all week, actually, about fucking up Bisping's parade. I think maybe, for me, I think GSP is such a perfectionist. I feel like he puts this thing, he, he has a plan that's, you know, Light years ahead of anybody else, and he's like, Is that because of the, the alien thing? Yes, he's light like, years ahead. This is Sometimes the I lose time. That's right. I lose the time. He's like, I have to have XYZ in place in order to get to where I want to go. And this is his time. He's like, I want to do it then because he has a huge plan, and it's just OCD, crazy ass, you know, aliens shit in his head. So, when is he going to go back on the Joe Rogan? podcast remember when he was on there the one time he's like i have all these things i want to tell you <laughs> but i cannot tell you right now once again <laughs> well he had his show right gsp right. versus the aliens sometimes i just lose the time i do not know it's called getting high yeah he's driving in his car and shit happens yeah and sometimes you zone out george interesting these things happen it happens to me driving the car sure sometimes i come home from work i'm like 
I don't remember driving home, <laughs> but I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't that happen when you're driving and then all of a sudden you're like, where am I? Yeah. Like, did I miss an exit? Because yes. I feel like I just did. Yes. Sometimes you do, but uh, I, I feel like the GSP, there might be a little contract issue, but anything that's happening is probably sponsor related. Sure. Probably sponsor related. Differently of the land. Yep. Then Harigo Machado would close it out. It's time. Pound sign. Nuts rule. Pound sign. Matt Rabe train. Pound sign. Ingo Sugar Daddy. Would you rather work as a cashier for the rest of your life or be a prostitute for five years? Uh, wait. Fred Garvin, male prostitute. <laughs> uh, prostitute would be fine as long as it's only females. I'm good. Oh, you're not open to the no. wild side. No. Hey, Ingo. Take a walk on the wild side. <laughs> no. Hey, I'm open. Little Lou Rawls. I'm open. It's only five years. You're, you might as well be in prison. If you're in prison. Gay for the stay? That's right. <laughs> okay. No. Only, you're going to be cashier the rest of your life? Yes. Suck a dick. Suck a dick. No. Not doing it. Would you rather have all your dreams come true but have a 10% chance of instant death? Or <laughs> what the be fuck? completely average with nothing <laughs> special about you? And have no chance of death? What is the there's there's no follow up there? That's a that's a stupid question. No, you're not. missing half of it. No. What do you mean? Would you rather have all your dreams come true, yes. but have a ten percent chance of instant death, or <laughs> be completely average with nothing special about I'll you? I'll take the instant death. I already have that chance now. I feel right. It's fifty fifty, right? And the question is, how high would you let that percentage go? Fifty fifty. Ooh, you'd go that high? Yes. Fuck, I couldn't do that. Why not? Kids. Roll those dice. Kids. Ah, they'll be fine. You got insurance. I know, but they need guidance. I think 20 is the highest I would go on uh, that. What? I don't even... The, the better question is, what are my dreams? I don't even know. So... Right. I need to write that down. Let me... We can. I can get back to you, maybe. I have to figure out, what are my dreams and how big are these dreams? You know? Exactly. Two chicks at the same time. Right. You're still <laughs> into that. Yes. You've got time, Ingo. <laughs> these things can happen. They can. In regular day. Yes, they could. Would you rather live as a black man in the <laughs> southern U.S. in the 1800s? Okay. Or a woman in Afghanistan now? Uh, I'll take the black man. Damn right. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. You have a chance, at least. A fighting chance. Yep. Fuck, Mary kill, the Brazil edition. All right. Here we, we got Aline Escado. I'm going with the Brazilian pronunciation. Uh -huh. We like that. It's definitely Brazilian, yes. Uh, Marina... Rye Barbosa. Jeez, man. And Sabrina Sato. I think we have to marry this one. She has You're gonna take Sabrina? I think I'm gonna marry her. She has she has a nice motherly look to her. Um I think I'd kill this one. And we got a Maria whatever, Maria. Aline. Yeah, we'll go with dark hair. The dark the brunette. Okay. I'm gonna fuck Aline. I'm marrying this one, uh, Marina wow. Roy Barbosa. That is my speed okay. all day. Good. See? We, Knowledge. We, we, we never butt heads on this. No. That's good. It's perfect. Yes, have you we seen got... this? Um, is this the real life? It's is a... this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. No escape from Can reality. I play this? Yes. Open your eyes. It's a video. Look up to the skies and see. I'm just a poor boy. I need no sympathy because I'm easy go. Easy go. A little high. It's 
queen. Yeah, it's, well, uh, he I'm trying to play it in my head. Any way the wind blows. It gets better as it gets really going. To me. Someone made like a video. To me. And it's a it's a it's a act acting to the song to the lyrics. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. I urge you to check this out. It's it's called uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody short film. Nice. And it's you think like it's it's weird because it starts a little slow. Yeah. Yeah. It starts a little sh slow, but once it gets going, like this yeah, action yeah. happens, and it, it's perfect. I don't know how they even got the rights to do that, but it, it's a. Uh, I don't know if anybody ever gets the rights anymore. So it's incredible. I I'm, I was a big I, I found that this this week, and I thought, wow, how cool is that. So, do you have any knowledge? Yeah, I got this uh, woman here who tries to headbutt a pumpkin. Okay. And we'll see how that works out. Oh. Oops. Why is she doing this? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? I don't know. She gets her fucking psych on, and then I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Back. Yeah. <laughs> There's no give in the pumpkin angle. You might have yeah. wanted to carve that first. Yeah. Pumpkin is like what? Pumpkin no hit back? Yeah. Brick no fuck, hit back. Fuck me. There's a something on Reddit. I forgot what it is. People do stupid shit. Or people attack stupid shit. Idiots attack. I don't know. It's my new favorite why, thing. What, was there a reason why she was doing this? I don't know. There, there's no words, no description. Just some chick. Woman smashes pumpkin, then smashes her own head. That's fine. Doesn't work. And then there was another guy on there who was taking a beer bottle, trying to smash a beer bottle on his head, and it wasn't working. Empty? Was it empty? <laughs> yes! He just kept hitting it. Clunk, clunk, clunk. Because oh, you got to really, sm you gotta you really swing that thing. And I don't think you can inflict this kind of pain on yourself that easily. No, it depends what kind of bottle. Right. A bowling ball goes right through a bottle. That's what we did one New Year's Eve in college. We sat up, a, we were playing um, beer bottle bowling. Okay. So at the end of the night, we set up all the beer bottles and we had a bowling ball and roll it down the sidewalk. <laughs> Funny thing is, once again, no one called the police on us. I kept telling you that my whole college life, we did so much crazy shit and the police were never called. Maybe they're just used to it because of college town. Maybe. Like, ah, just kids. Guys got a fucking drum set and a full Marshall stack in the living room. <laughs> Neighbors on both sides, four o'clock in the morning, they're just hammering away. Oh, good. Right, we're in college. What are you gonna do? Party. Yep. One of the days, man. True that. Um, is it? Let's shut it down. That has been this week's edition of MMA Nuts. My name is Ingo Weigel. Matt Griffith. Thanks for playing.